Welcome everyone, it is me Albert, and I hope this finds you all well. I just watched the trailer for season 2 of The Witcher, set to your protector by Fleet Foxes, and there was no dimension, there was no sphere, if we're gonna use the conjunction of the spheres phrasing, of this reality, or any reality, where I wasn't going to record something now um, about that, because Fleet Foxes is extremely kindred, right to my heart. I encountered them actually before my um, full-fledged experience with The Witcher, which started in 2010-ish, um, 2011-ish, when I first spotted, um, I think it was the PC game, um, as I was working um, in Canberra here in an electronics store, and then that premise of the Slavic-inspired dark fantasy world completely enraptured me, and here we are in 2021, on the eve later this year of seeing this incredible saga continue to unfold. Um, off the bat, off the bat, it's so important to cover off on this. So, um, in 2015, I wrote uh, a big treatment um, uh, in anticipation of you know the Witcher Three Wild Hunt. Um, that basically, uh, I'll tell you what, like it. It was it was it was so important for me to, to like fully articulate how much I appreciated CD Projekt Red for being who they are and doing what they do, and I and I stand by that. They for me are in my good graces based on Witcher alone. Um, yeah, there's obviously yeah, the adjacent thing of, of Cyberpunk, which we won't dive too much into because that's for the Cyberpunk podcast, which we also post on Instagram. You'll find us at Witcher Podcast simply, and then. For cyberpunk, it's cyberpunk podcast simply as well. Um, but in 2015, I, I wrote a gigantic, um, very ambitious. I wanted to basically completely have myself sorted lore-wise, like understood, understanding everything about the the world of the continent um, ahead of playing The Witcher Three. And I very ambitiously did a giant copy paste of all the information chronologically, and I started this process of writing out everything because there's just so many books and so many short stories and um, I want to get everything chronologically out and and obviously about um, half a month into that I realized just the scale of it and I think it, it tapered off but I got enough of that um, that done to, to, to actually count as this document which is, which is in my files and it is I'm very proud of it it is um very, very, very excited, and then giving my explanation for how you know the Witcher actually predates Game of Thrones as this uh, take on fantasy, this dark fantasy, and how it had this um, very mythological aspect to it, which is you know in myths sometimes like a whole world will be born from just like a giant scratching its nose or something. And what I love is that this extremely fleshed out and beautiful world like started just as like a Polish businessman um, entering a story writing competition, you know, Andrei Sapkowski, you know. Little uh, aside there, I actually have some Polish ancestry myself, so there is on the Instagram, you'll see Slavic pride, and that, like, that's where that comes from, so. And when you see my nose, it's like, that is a Polish nose, so you, you can't hide the nose. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, so I wrote this big, big PDF, uh, and the first couple of pages are all locked in and, and, and sorted, and in, in those PDFs, so in those pages, I actually talk about how perfect the series would be for adaptation as a series. Um, 
and Ray, my, my girlfriend at the time, now my fiance, she wholeheartedly agreed. I, I walked her through the mutagens, I walked her through the trial of the grasses, and, and kind of explained to her the nature of the witches and how they're this tragic figure, this dualistic figure of savior and this maligned, you know, um, uh, other, you know, in, 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 the, in the societies of the of the continent. Which just as a mini aside for me, very similar to, you know, like the J. Jonah Jameson is like, you know, showing negativity towards Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man is like the savior. I've always found that to really struggle to not seem contrived, but um, I think if uh, we're going to ask, you know, like, if we're going to figure out between all of them, which one did it better, you know, um, I think The Witcher does a pretty, pretty good job at, um, at conveying that. So this one actually is going to be very, very short. Um, I will add some uh, tidbits here and there in the edit later, just to kind of give a bit more full context with some music and everything, uh, and some hot takes on the trailer and everything from around the YouTube sphere. Because um, what I consider this to be is is almost like the show starting again. Uh, there's something just about that trailer which feels like, all right, the first was literally like a dress rehearsal, and now here's the real deal, you know? And I enjoyed some aspects of that first series, but uh, overall, um, and this comes from a place of love, honestly, uh, I would give it a, a solid six. Like, uh, there's some amazing production quality stuff, some amazing world-building potential, but um, uh, this may be controversial, and hopefully it doesn't mean that you will immediately click away. But, um, but yeah, I don't really like the, the uh, Tosa Quintia Witcher song. I, I just think it's like this unearned earworm. I don't know, maybe that makes me you know, that irons some people, but again, love and light, I don't want to take away from you enjoying it, you must enjoy it if you do, that's fine. But for me, the reason why is because, as I mentioned, I've got, like, Slavic pride, like, I love Preseval, I love, um, it's like, the beautiful music, uh, I just call it because it's a very complex last name, and I'll get there, I'll get there, in time. But, uh, you know, the Wild Heart soundtrack is, it would be all end all, and, um, just to not see that Slavic side showing in the show yet, um, you know, that changes with, with some of the Vesemir dictation, which is clearly a very nice thick Slavic accent, is, is wonderful. Uh, but that's the, that's the thing, is like, don't, you know, like, love and light, like, don't, but don't try and make it, um, it's great, it's great for girls to, to seem foreign and, like, to have that American that fits for him. Um, but it's so interesting that even in the, um, the dark, uh, it's right in the, the dark fantasy world as portrayed in, um, The Witcher 3, there's a lot of, like, just really British sounding accents and it's like you you would nothing would change if you just like let them have their like nice slavic flavor which is just what it is honestly what separates uh and, and, and gives it this amazing unique flavor with the you know the, the amazing creatures and the bestiaries you know that you can that's so that's what distinguishes the witcher from from game of thrones but anyway we'll keep this one very brief in terms of a field recording uh i i have my microphone but it's upstairs so i'm gonna have to figure out a way to have it I'm probably going to create a necklace. Like, I can just constantly have that around me so that I can record at a higher quality at any time. But apologies for some of the background noise, but uh, sending love and light to you all. Um, if you want to know more about me, I'm an artist uh, here based in Australia. Um, the three tiers is the um, art and media storytelling. So with my patterns, that's what I do on the abstract side. You can see them. They're basically all around uh, the, the media stuff that I do, um, based on morphogenesis, which is this notion in um, science and physics, which is the manner in which nature creates her patterns. So that's art, number one. Number two is the media stuff, which is the podcast you're listening to. Um, 
uh, along with a, an extended podcast network, which is the ACPN, Albert Kessa Podcast Network, which falls under ACM, which is Albert Kessa Media, which in turn falls under Kessa Creations, which is now, I've said everything up nice and structured. Um, if you were to divide it also into three, um, the storytelling is a uh, quantum myth. So what you have is uh, number one is um, art. And so that's a resonant, by the way, my pseudonym is as an artist. Um, and then you have Michelabra, which is the, the media stuff. It's like the commentaries on like extant, like existing um, you know, properties out there. We have the Metal Gear podcast. We have um, Kojima, Ueda, God of War. We've spoken to Daniel Basuti, who played Freya of God of War. And she's on the um, feed over there. And basically, if you just go topic podcast on Instagram, we're just all over. And so that's this, uh, we're about 800 or so outlets strong, but with, I would say, a couple dozen who are the um, most active and things are still um, getting set up for us, but there you go. That's uh, a shout out to all my lovely co-hosts. We just released uh, the Zelda podcast, episode two, uh, Searching the Skies. So good vibes for that. And um, and yeah, so that's the, the triple tier of me, Albert Kessler, the producer host of the show. I am so honored that uh, you uh, chose to tune in. Uh, your time is a privilege for me. And I look forward to seeing you in the comments or in the community. And um, have a great rest of the day. And until next time.